Hey everybody and welcome to episode 6 of My Sentiments Exactly. My name is Kay and I'm your host. Season 1 is all about recovering from religiosity and I'm excited to have a special guest, Brianna Baker, owner of Behind the Screen Media LLC, with me on the show to join the discussion. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starters Deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. Do you believe that faith or works is more important? Wow, such a very deep yet simplistic question. Um, Mm We know from the Bible, James 2 and 26 tells us that faith without works is dead. So there has to be a level of faith in order to do the work. Um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. uh, So with the faith, um, I know that it's impossible to please God. Like you got to have the faith Mm -hmm. there. So in order to please God with your works, the faith foundation has to be there. So for me, I really think that faith is a little more important. Okay. So you do think one is, is more important? I think it has a little bit more to it. Gotcha. But, but yeah, I, I do think they go hand in hand, but you first have to have faith. Got you. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that's a good point that you can have faith and not works, but you can't, you know, have works that'll be fruitful if you don't have faith. <laughs> that's so good. That's it. That's right. That's it right there. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you, um, do you feel like people tend to be more, more dependent upon the faith without works or you think people solely are driven towards the works and forget about faith you know what um as of lately i have i have seen both spectrums of that i have seen it where a person is like oh for example i'm gonna give you a very detailed example okay um i was told by someone that uh during their meeting um, a person actually made the statement, we don't need to have the church factor in this meeting. We don't need to have the God factor in this meeting. This meeting is about business. Mm, and, okay. And to, to have a person say a statement like that, it, it again goes back to the which one is more important because gotcha. in essence, the work of your company or whatever you're doing really, as you said earlier, cannot be fruitful and multiply Gotcha. Without that faith that God will provide that strategy. 
Got you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even at the end of the day, whether we realize it or not, like it says, it's in him that we live, we move and we have our being. Mm-hmm. So whether it's obvious that he's the source of everything that we have and everything that we do, he is. <laughs> he is, exactly. You know, we can't even take a breath without it being his grace, his mercy, him being responsible for us breathing more or less, you know, handle business things and he not be a part of that. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Um yeah, I think it's hard, especially when it comes to business, um, not isolating one at, Over the, at the expense of it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Or you even have that dilemma of will people not be attracted to the business if Jesus is all over it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> which yeah. which isn't that isn't the best thing to think about, but I mean, that's even, um, I mean, people will be turned away if they see, oh, well, it's, you know, religion, you know, Christian based. Um, and I think that's something that business owners, um, especially if your if your business is Christian based that you have to work through. Right. Yeah. What What do you feel about that? I, I definitely agree with you because, um, you know, uh, just recently I had a conversation with someone and they said, you know, I would partake in this, I guess you could say, one-on-one coaching session, but the person's foundation or their religion is not the same as mine. Mm. And they that conflicts with where I stand. If they ask me to do a particular process could I actually go through with it knowing it's against what my heavenly father says when you you operating in your business I believe that like the individual told me you have to remain true to who you are and whose you are most definitely most definitely yeah because then you're figuring out well do I is it about the customers and our customers or clients worth me compromising my faith or my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and we can take this a little deeper with um, the restaurants, as you know, I, well, you, I don't know if you know this or not, but I used to work for Chick-fil-A for six years. Okay. I and... worked for Chick-fil-A for like a month and a half. <laughs> okay. Well, you know about it. <laughs> and it's like, they have stand on, they stand true to that Sunday's off. Yeah, and, and a lot of people try to, you know, have their social media fun about it, but it's a principle that, despite the works, I have faith that if I run my business for six days, it's going to be so fruitful. I can rest on the seven, just like Jesus. Gotcha. Yeah, and I think even with that, even though Chick Fil A isn't open on Sundays, mm-hmm. that when you go in, they're not like you should go to church on Sunday. <laughs> like you can still exactly, go in that and, part, and that eat part. your food and get quality service without them forcing their beliefs on you. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's a thing too, why you shouldn't avoid um, religious based businesses because that doesn't mean that the product or service that they're offering, they're just going to be throwing their religion in your face. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, it, it just boils down to what what my priority is and do I feel like I need to kind of water down <laughs> mm-hmm. my faith mm-hmm. or my or my beliefs um, just so that I can have more people. Right. Yeah. 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 Did you have anything else about that? Um, really, I just wanted to give a, a reference from Ephesians 2 verse 10 for okay. we are what he has made us created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to our way of life. And so we were already formed in to form in uh, the hand of God to do the work for him. But he wanted us to have that foundation of faith to complete the work. And so we just have to, as like you said, whether it's a brick and mortar online or just Mm -hmm. day-to-day operations, we have to make sure that the foundation is faith and the works will multiply. Most definitely. And making sure that what we're doing is for him. Right. And not for people because otherwise you'll be very disappointed. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I mean, you know, I've experienced that firsthand and, you know, creating content and um, just designing different things um, and not having support has Mm -hmm. been one of the most eye-opening things for me. Um, And further emphasize the fact for me that what I do has to be for him yes because if I get wrapped up in who's supporting and who's not supporting my feelings will get hurt (laughs) hello I I know the feeling as well but you know I really appreciate your platform because it is by grace and not perfection that we are able to move forward and do what God has called us to do because if you go back to the Bible there are a lot of individuals that really should have not been where they are but God's grace and gotcha. the faith and the works came together for the for their life to be perfected mm-hmm. by by the blood. And so I do appreciate your your message and just what you have done. So yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. So it's just like if I even if I don't have a large following, that that's not gonna change the the quality of what I'm offering exactly i'm gonna keep doing that if no one takes advantage of it i'm gonna keep being faithful over what i feel i'm supposed to be doing still give out quality content still put my my best effort towards everything that i do giving a hundred percent regardless of who's supporting and who's not and i believe that whoever god wants to partake will Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah but i definitely believe in securing a solid foundation yeah yeah that's good yeah yeah and and the foundation is really important because if we just jump to the to the large crowds and and all of this and we don't have a firm foundation right actually have values have principles um you know and and really establish those standards as well then you know we'll be We'll be tossed to and fro. Tossed, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. that's, that's, and again, that's one reason why, you know, during my time with Chick-fil-A, and I have to shout them out because they were my foundation Woo-hoo. of 
of customer service and just understanding the value of oh, yeah. serving others. And yeah. and so with that, with what I have learned through Chick-fil-A or my time with Chick-fil-A, I can honestly say like when you have that foundation and those principles in place, it doesn't matter what people do. You know, so with the company, um, I hop, changed their name to I hop for me that goes back to just the the point of not conforming to another idea but having that foundation of who you are and knowing what you stand for if you're for example the international house of pancakes there's no reason to change your name to international house of burgers just to try to get other people to be interested because if you stand firm on who you are those like you said that God will send those individuals to you. Gotcha. Yeah, we so don't, that, we don't that, want that burgers. We want pancakes. You're going to always be the International House of Pancakes. <laughs> right. No matter what you do. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's that's so true. Um, having a standard is, is definitely important. Um, and being solidified in that. Otherwise, people will be able to tell you who you need to be, what you need to do you know what you know the the stuff that you provide what it needs to look like um rather than you being you know securing that yourself right so when it comes to um a, a another topic which is god's promises versus our wishful thinking and how sometimes we we mistake God's promises for what's really just our own wishful thinking. What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, I had to go to Webster. So that's fine. Wishful <laughs> thinking is just an action caused by something that is a form of reality to you or something that you wish was true uh, or just a justification of what you want to believe. That's and good. I think I think that the wishful thinking aspect is that you want to believe in a quote unquote other thing, but when you have God's promises, as the word of God says, they are yes and amen. And you want to make sure that like the word of God says in John 15, seven, if you remain in me and my word remain in you, ask whatever you wish. And it will mm-hmm. be done for you. So when you hear the word wish, because I was like, okay, God, you got wish in this statement. But when, got when, you. Yeah. when you ask for the word wish, it's really going back to King James Version. He's saying, ask whatever you will. Got whatever you. you will. And so in what you ask for God, it, it comes from the foundation of our previous topic, your faith or your works. What's the asking coming from? Mm, okay so in asking for god in faith you're in in alignment to the promise got you in asking god with a work you're in alignment to a wish okay so that's how i I see that that. Mm -hmm. got you yeah i think a lot of times you know that leads to disappointment yeah because you know we're like but he promised me no, he didn't. <laughs> right. I just you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would be <laughs> ideal and I mean that's what seemed right to you. You know, and then we're charging God foolishly or we're mad with him 
you know, over things that we kind of came not up conjured with. up. Yeah, yeah, came up with on our own, but now we're, you know, holding him accountable to to that. Yeah. And yeah. and mistaking it as well, he promised me. <laughs> and I think that's where we we have a difficult time um just going about things as the Bible says, walking by faith and not by sight. Because you. sometimes you the wishful aspect for me comes from this idea of I saw this, I wish I could have it, versus seeing it in a more spiritual perspective, as in because God did it for them, He can do it for me. Got you. Yeah. So I think sometimes it goes into that that flip flop, but it's based on again perspective and the foundation of how how are you seeing this? How do you really trust God to to heal your body versus wishing I was healed? Do you okay. do you trust gotcha. in in the power in which God has to be able to transform the situation? Because again, it can literally the God's promises and wishful thinking comes from that that famous um, statement we were brought up on. Do you see the glass half full or half empty? Got you. So perspective. Yep. Yep. That's how I, I, I agree with that statement as a perspective thing, a, a perspective shift. Okay. That's how Got you, you see it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah. And I think healing is one of the biggest areas where we see that dilemma of God's promises versus our wishful thinking. Yes, ma'am. Right. Of course, of course, we wish that he will heal everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, but did he promise? You know, you, you just have that that dilemma that I think really tears a lot of people up because they don't know how to reconcile with that. Right. You know, and and, and, I, and I've prayed and I've fasted for, you know, healing, but he didn't. He, he didn't come through so how do we work with that and you know my um a very close friend of mine she she did an interview and and she talked about the grief of losing her mother mm. and and one perspective that she brought up is what you just mentioned how do you excuse me how do you actually come come to a place of peace exactly when, when you actually went through the steps i guess you could say and, yeah, and you did it result, all the right things. Yeah, and the end result was she had to go. Like she had to yeah. go on with the Lord. Yeah, and it's like isn't isn't healing in your will? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's right. not like I was praying amiss, or you know, I was praying something that was totally against what you desire. You know, and and people start to question God's motives. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I mean, and there really is no quick fix answer for that. There really isn't. It comes through walking. Yeah, there's no formula. You know, mm-hmm. it just, and that's that's one of the biggest dilemmas I'd say, um, that that people face. You know, when even when it seems like it's, it wasn't even wishful thinking. Like I'm desiring healing. That's healing, a new, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's tough. That's it that's, is. But you know, Easton's Bible Dictionary of Faith says faith is in general the persuasion or influence of the mind that a certain statement is true. 
And 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 when we we bring our foundation of faith, I always go back to Hebrews eleven and one. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and the assurance gotcha. of what we do not see. And so even through those tough moments that we just described, you know, mm-hmm. there is no cookie cutter way to get through it. But yeah. the faith in God, knowing that he would never leave you nor forsake you, he would not leave you in that place of, of being down and out per se, but he will bring you up out of it. That's the only thing that can really bring you through is that faith. In Most him. definitely. And his promise. Most definitely. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, did you um did you have anything else on on that topic that you wanted to share? Um one one last point, and I don't know how how to really flow with it, but just be with me. Um first Corinthians thirteen eleven. When I was a child, I taught like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a mm-hmm. man, I put away childish things. And and I bring up that verse just because of growing up, you know, when we have our birthday. I mean, we do it today, you know. When yeah. we blow out the candles, everybody always says make a wish. Okay. And and so with the make a wish aspect, it, it sort of goes into the wishful thinking because as a child, you want them to have a broad imagination to think yeah. outside the box. But yeah. you also want to, again, as the scripture said, when you get older, recognize that you can still have a broadened perspective, but recognizing that God's, God's thoughts are not your thoughts. And so bring that definitely. alignment, just an alignment of at one point in life, you could kind of think, quote unquote, outside the box. Mm-hmm. But at another point in life, just recognize that you can be outside the box, but recognizing that God has another plan even outside of your thoughts. Is that's that's just kind of a little thought I had when I was presented with the question. So just wanted to share that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. So if there's anything you could tell someone um who's going through dealing with these these tough questions, um, and you know, on their own personal journey recovering from, you know, religiosity. What's one thing that you would tell them to keep in mind? Um, honestly, to keep in mind that having your hands out to God in surrenderance to the ideas and the thoughts or things that you used to do, that gives God something to hold on to. God mm. wants you to be in the palm of his hands, but your hands have to be open to receive what he has for you. And so I would just say to a person, just for a brief moment, release anything you ever thought and just give all those thoughts to God and let him transform you to where he wants you to be. Got you. Yeah, that's so good. That's really good. Yeah, so before we go, um, I want to give you an opportunity to shout out your business. Oh, okay. Well, thanks so yeah. much. Um, uh, my business is Behind the Screen Media LLC, which is a consulting and social media marketing company. And I am here in the Eastern North Carolina area. And you can contact me on Facebook at Behind the Screen Media LLC or social media handles, um, Miss M-R-I-S, Brianna Baker. And you can also reach me on my business Instagram at Brie Brands underscore media. So thanks so much for the opportunity. 
Thank you so much for being a part, Bree. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure that you connect with Bree on social media. Did you enjoy this episode? I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starter Stick, available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms, share with a friend, and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE Podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms, bygracenp.com, and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.